Welcome everyone to the latest episode of Dizcast. Here we have part two of my interview with Fairlith. Thanks again to her for sitting down with me for this. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at cast underscore Diz. And stay tuned for a brand new episode next week. Hope you all enjoy. I saw Mary Poppins on Broadway. And how was that? It was all right. Yeah. Okay. Mary Poppins is a perfect film. I love that movie. I love that movie so much. I know Saving Mr. Banks is hardly, largely fictionalized. I don't care. Yes. I <laughs> am obsessed with Mary Poppins. I love it. The whole oh, Mary Poppins Returns made me real sad. Um, oh, I, no, in a bad way. I did not like it at all. Um, but the, the musical was interesting and I thought they did such cool things. The special effects are amazing. They changed some things that made me kind of sad. Mm. Um, they cut some Doesn't songs. Doesn't she go away at one point in the musical? She goes show? away and she comes back at the top of act two. Yeah. Um, after terrorizing the children by making their toys come to life and attack them. <laughs> um, and okay. literally the, they throw their toys around cause they're dolls. Like it's, they're not uh. throwing around real people. And the lesson is supposed to be like, treat your toys nicely. But these toys come to life, come out of the dollhouse full size and menace these kids in a whole number of nightmare fuel. Oh god. She comes back now, I mean maybe this is silly, but I think the whole point of the film of Mary Poppins is let's go fly a kite. It's getting there. He fixes the kite that is broken. It's she it's puts, getting there. It's it's fi- she's not there for the kids. No, she's there, she's for, there the for the dad. For the dad and um the mother puts a suffragette ribbon on the kite not to not be a suffragette but like just to be like I will focus on you as well and mm. they sing let's go fly a kite and it's so beautiful so in the musical it does not end with let's go fly a kite Bert sings let's go fly a kite at the beginning of act two to the kids and then they fly a kite and then Mary Poppins comes back on it and they never have that they don't even reprise it later really yeah that sucks I, I thought it was such a weak choice because the Sherman Brothers score of that movie is perfect it's practically it's perfect so, in every way it's so good mm! but they're, they're, like so much of the musical was good and like those choices I just thought diminished it so much and like they took out the suffragette song really why she wasn't a suffragette at all she was just a housewife and she was sad about it oh. I just thought, that's so weak there's no reason to give her such a generic issue like, yeah. The Votes for Women song is great. I love that it's song. It's so good. And they took out I Love to Laugh. Aww. Um, and they put in more original songs. I, I mean, I don't remember everything they cut because I largely abandoned the show after I saw it. Yeah. Um, some of the new songs were good. There's a song called Practically Perfect that Mary, mm-hmm. sings, Mary Poppins sings when she first gets there. Um, in the movie, it's when she's taking the stuff out of her carpet bag. Yeah. And she sings a song. She measures the kids and herself, and she sings about how she's practically perfect. Mm-hmm. It's great. But the stuff they cut, like, I think a lot of the times when people adapt things into Broadway shows or movies or whatever, or, or from vice versa, um, they, they lose a lot of what made the thing good in the first place. Because they're agree. so busy adapting it. Yeah. Um, they, lo- they lose some of the magic. Exactly. And I mean, it's not a Disney property, but I saw Beetlejuice on Broadway. Um, oh, yeah. You hate this. Oh, I you hate, hate so this much. show. Everything Universal has ever put out as a musical, ha- except one, has been very bad. I've seen... What was the one that the... Uh, what I was... saw Shrek the Musical. Shrek the Musical, I don't hate. It's fine for what it is. It's good. Um, I'm not, I don't love it because I'm not a big fart and burp joke person. Mm. But I think they were successful in adapting it. I thought it was pretty magical. I saw it live uh, three times. I got free free tickets once. Mm. And I thought it was very well done. 
I saw Willy Wonka in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I forget which name Charlie. it has. I think it's I think Charlie. It's Charlie on Broadway. Oh, it <laughs> was so bad. Am I allowed to swear on your podcast? Oh yeah. We, okay. We, Tell you too late now. <laughs> <laughs> Did we swear? Oh, yes, a few times. Sorry. Um, so I went with my friend Catherine Alpin, who you know, yeah. uh, Vampire Catherine, mm. Blonde Catherine, and uh, we went on Broadway to see the show, and um, the kids die. Yeah. Um, so like, no, they die. They straight um, up die. They die. Uh-huh. Violet Beauregard explodes. She dies. Um, a bunch of like purple like sparkles and fluffies come on stage in her sneakers, and she's dead. Um, oh my god, I think I remember that. Yep. Then um, Veruca Salt. She's a ballerina in this, which makes perfect sense. She's wearing a little mink coat and her little tutu from ballet lessons. Mm. And um, she does a nutcracker sweet dance with the squirrels that Mm -hmm. she wants. She wants a little squirrel, um, like in the book. Yeah. The squirrels attack her, um, eviscerate her, tear her limb from limb, and hold aloft her severed head. There was the most tepid applause I've ever heard after that number. And in the silence, like the kid behind us was real scared. In the silence, my friend Catherine is watching this. And we're in like the seventh row so the, anyone on stage could hear her go, what the fuck? Really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Wow. Oh, God. What happened yeah. to Augustus? Um, I He just went up the pipe. I don't, I don't uh, recall ben, seeing him again. But probably got smushed or something. Yeah, I don't think it was mentioned that he died. And then Mike TV... Just well, because he only little. shrinks. He just stayed little, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I was like, you killed these children? Like, you can't... The character is now a monster. Yeah. You w- really want this chocolate factory? Because this is messed up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... And, I mean, they showed Willy Wonka too soon. So, they, and that's the other thing. They wanted Willy Wonka to sing the Candyman song. So, they had him open the show with Candyman and then he was in disguise running a candy shop down the end of Charlie's street because he knew that Charlie was the kid. And so he's the one he and he's the one that gives him the, 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 the chocolate, bar, the chocolate bar, the... bar. But then why kill the other kids? Why have them there at all? It doesn't make it sense. It becomes pointless. It becomes pointless. And then Charlie's dad was dead in this version, so his mom sang a whole song about missing Charlie's dad and then she danced with his ghost and I was just like, Get me to the chocolate factory. Like, oh, it was a mess, and the set was terrible. Awful. The chocolate room? Okay, you'd think in writing this show, the chocolate room would be the big reveal at the beginning of Act 2. Not so, my friend. It was a 10 by 10 diorama in the middle of the stage. It was not magical. What? You'd think it would be the 15-minute intermission set change? Nope. Wow. There were some moments that were good, but overall, Catherine and I went out of that show, and we were like, oh, my God. So that was bad. But apparently, according to Universal, that was just their placeholder while they were developing Beetlejuice, and Beetlejuice was worse. It was worse. So, I mean, I got to give Disney credit for their theatrical endeavors not being that bad. But every adaptation they've done, other than Beauty and the Beast, has thrown out some of the magical stuff. I mean, other than The Lion King as well, even though it's not my cup of tea. I Mm -hmm. acknowledge it's successful um, as a show. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Just the adaptations are poor. Because they think they know better than the things that made the things magical enough to be popular enough to be adapted in the first place. Yeah. And like, and the funny thing is, is that uh, the other times I've seen "Quote unquote state or stage productions of these of the Disney movies mm-hmm. has been in the Hyperion Theater in Disney California Adventure. Mm-hmm. I Those remember, are successful. I, shows. I remember seeing Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Aladdin the Aladdin Spectacular at Disney. Oh, it's great. It was great. It's great. And, and the Frozen one is good too. The Frozen one is amazing. Oh, Frozen is the other one. I haven't seen it on Broadway, but I have heard the score. 
and I will never buy tickets to it. Yeah. It sounds awful. And it sucks because it's the same songwriters. It's the same songwriters. But you know what? I did not think that Frozen was successful as a musical as an animated feature. And I like really? it. I like Let It Go. But let me let me tell you. Okay, it stops being a musical after Fixer Upper. Well, that's, There's no more song. But that's the classic formula, though. If you because if you think about it, because they always end with at least a choral thing. Like uh, they end with a reprise of Beauty and the Beast. They end with um, uh, part of your world. They end with something. And mm. um, in this, they sing F- Fixer Upper. No one else sings. All you have to do is add three reprises to make Frozen a successful musical, Anwar. And I will tell you how right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, you do fixer upper. You uh, have Anna come to Hans and you say, mm-hmm. "I I want to have a true love's kiss to not be unfrozen." And mm-hmm. he says, um, he sings a minor key reprise of "Love Is an Open Door" as a villain song. Bam, done. Ooh, that would have been a great idea. Mm-hmm. Actually, Anna gets frozen into a statue, and Elsa's sad. She sings a reprise of "I Do Want to Build a Snowman." Like I don't know the lyrics, but uh, like, yeah. yes, I want to build a snowman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, she cries. It's just one verse. And then at the end, you just need a choral rendition of all of the citizens of Arendelle singing for the first time in forever to bookend the show. Yeah. Done. You have fixed the problems. Well, they kind of do that. They kind of do that in the stage version. They kind of do a musical yes. reprise. Yes. But it's too little too late, man. Yeah. That movie made me yeah. mad. Um, but also, they didn't have Jonathan Groff sing enough. He plays Kristoff. Yeah. Amazing Broadway singer. He played the original. No, that's true. I King feel like George. I feel in like Hamilton. in Hamilton. Yeah, I feel like he was a little bit underutilized. Yeah. Because you're Rain right. Rain are better like, than people is fine. It's cute. I hope he has a song in Frozen too. We'll see. Yeah, because Santina Fontana, who played Prince Hans, is like my favorite Broadway actor. Like I love him, mm-hmm. and I was really happy that he got Love as an Open Door. But Jonathan Groff is also wonderful. Yeah. Well, I mean, because like. Well, yeah, like Jonathan Groff definitely has a like a hell of a resume mm-hmm. underneath him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The the stage version or the because uh, yeah, like I listened to the cast album mm-hmm. of Frozen of the of the Broadway version. I couldn't get past Hugo. I I don't even listen to that song. Like, no one like, does. Why is this? Why is this here? Have you seen the costumes? No. So the entire, oh yes. The entire ensemble comes out of the sauna, like like it's a clown car, bah. wearing naked unitards with leaves covering their bits. That is dumb. Yes, and also it doesn't make sense that Anna and Kristoff would stop to sing and dance Hugo with them when her super objective is to is to find get to the damn mountain. Sister. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing is they rush these adaptations too. They rush them, mm. and I mean these well, things yeah. are so easily dramaturgically fixable, and I don't understand why they don't fix them yeah and i think with with frozen especially like a lot of it was like oh my god like frozen became such a big a big thing yeah like i haven't seen that like there hasn't been that much hype around a single disney disney film since i think lion king yeah but it's so crazy to me because i think tangled is vastly superior i think it's way more successful and they're very similar films yeah tangled is really really fun Mm -hmm. like the like the songs in that one are are also really fun they're great and it never stops being musical that is true Mm -hmm. that's a very good point yeah yeah i think the 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 version that's at the hyperion is really really good Mm -hmm. uh the version that i saw what they had they had an asian anna Yes. Which I thought was very good. So they definitely blind casted. Yeah, I saw a black on it in the one I saw on YouTube, which was Yeah, cool. so they definitely blind casted, yeah, which I love. Yeah, which is great, which they're not doing on Broadway. But well, you know what? On Broadway, the new um, Olaf is a woman. Really? Yeah. And I love That's a twist. Because mm-hmm. he's a snowman. Who cares? Well, yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, but like the cool part of that is that like, like 
even though they even though like it has to be cut down to an hour mm-hmm. i still think they hit a lot of the major points yeah and, and that's all that it needs like um have you seen the hobbit movies yes there are three of them yes there are three of them the book is not a three no it is book. not there is an 1970 yes yes the animated, animated version feature. it is an hour and a half it tells the entire story of the hobbit very faithfully yes. and it's a musical yeah Amazing. because because uh, that one and well because well the, and that that in and of itself goes into the fact that uh tolkien just basically wrote, wrote songs, songs into the yeah, box the return of the king movie they did too also has some great songs yeah um but i listen to that soundtrack all the time the soundtrack of the animated film and i just think like you don't have to make three movies you don't have to make a three hour musical of frozen you could make no. it you could make a two hour musical with intermission and it would still be good and I, that's why yeah. i love the disney musicals the really the ones like the aladdin spectacular and the one at the high the frozen musical at the high mm-hmm. because they boil it down to what does this story need to be told? What are the best parts? And there's no filler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I, I, that's, yeah. I Things really like it. Things don't need to be long to be good. No, and the cool thing was that, like, they didn't, and they certainly didn't um, skimp either because uh, both Sven and Olaf were puppets, but mm-hmm. they were done so, so beautifully. Cool. I love the Sven puppet. The Sven puppet is spectacular. So it looks cool. exactly like he does in the movie. Yep. And he's fully articulate with his, yeah. with the face. Mm-hmm. And it's so well done. Yeah. And Olaf is adorable. It's so very, cute. it's very similar to the Broadway version yeah, where he's the like Broadway a, ones or the, more textured. Or the um, uh, it's similar to how they did the mirror to how they Timon. did Timon. Yeah, where so it's the like, guy's dressed as a bush, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> yes, it, well, well, in 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 uh, Frozen, he's kind of dressed like in like a snowman, snow no, guy. No, 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 yeah, like uh, like a, the guy in a snowsuit. Yes. Yeah. So it's themed. Yeah, right? like which, a Nordic snowsuit. Guy. Yes. <laughs> Whatever that um, means. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I really, really liked it. Like it, like the "Let It Go" was done very, very well because of yeah, because of think course that's that is because really cool. of course that is the big song. Yeah, of that they movie, have the pull string quick change, which I was like, gorgeous. So cool because like how they do it. Like, you've seen the video, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like where they bring like how the staircase like looms over the audience, yeah, and you're just like, oh my god, yeah. And like there's like the big chandelier comes yeah, down, yeah, like the ice yeah. chandelier or whatever. And, and then, then, like, it's the blackout, and then she, like, quick changes. Mm-hmm. I died. Yeah, just a pull, and then she's like, like that. <clears throat> but then there's the Broadway version. Have you seen it? Yes. Mm. Where it's pulling from the ground? Yeah. No, it's not the costume change. That's my problem. I think the costume change is fine. I wish that the... I wish you didn't see how it happened. I wish the flash of light was timed with the rip. So for those oh, of yeah, you listening you at home, yeah. um, the way it's done is they have um, everything, all the pieces of her costume are attached to um, invisible wire. And like, it's beautiful. She takes off her glove. It flies away in the wind. It's lovely. But then it, you see the costume get pulled off her and the ice costume yeah. is underneath. You watch Except it. You watch the change. In the world of the show, she's building the dress out of ice, which yeah. is its own or out of cold magic problem out of stuff. magic I don't know. so it's not under her clothes so i think it would have been more effective for a flash and then magic she's in the dress i don't think you need to see how that change is done no. i think it would be more magical well it's how it, that's how they do it in the hyperion in the hyperion it's yeah. a, it's it's like a it's a it's a quick blackout yep and so like you don't you don't see the change suddenly yeah. she, she at first she's in the queen outfit and yeah. then quick blackout and boom she's in and it's amazing yeah and you're like whoa yeah yeah um 
you know, I think the backlit flash could work for that. I just, I think it would be more magical. But my main problem with Let It Go on Broadway is that they don't have a staircase or an ice castle or anything. It's mostly done with projection and it's not very magical. No. Um, all that happens, four stairs come up at the back, just four mm -hmm. little stairs for a level, not like a staircase. And then a curtain of Swarovski crystals. They look like Swarovski, I don't know, mm. crystals, comes down. But And it looks cool, but it's not what people are expecting from that moment. No. And they're expecting Disney spectacle and they're not getting it. Um, and I really think at the very least, at the very least, they could have had a spiral staircase come out of the stage spiraling. As um, she's making as it. As she's making it. And then she could mount it or she could even make it under her feet and she could rise on it and it could yeah. turn. Um, something like that. I I mean, it couldn't have been that much more expensive than the millions of dollars they spent on it. So No. I'll just do it. Well, because like again, they did it at the Hyperion. Yeah. They built a staircase and it comes out. She walks on it. But she stands it's it's what people want to see great. a staircase they want the staircase and i mean i know you don't have to do exactly what fans want but i mean people are yearning to see that moment live and yeah. sometimes you just gotta give them what they need to see because mm -hmm. uh, let it go one of, a lot of the reviews were like it's underwhelming like the, the vocal is fine that's not the issue yeah um yeah uh, but yeah a lot of people did not like the new songs like monster is not very well liked production. I feel like it. I, I honestly just feel like it was their attempt at making another ver another let it go. Exactly, and, and I, I don't like, think it was as, as successful and or needed. No, it wasn't like because the thing about them, the thing about Frozen is that the songs in it all work. There's nothing extra that needs to be done. Like, mm -hmm. well, just admittedly, a bookend. like you say, a bookend, which. Yeah. Which I can agree to. Yeah, sure. and I mean, you could write Hans a new villain song. It doesn't have to be reprises. But I think Hans needed a villain song, and I think there needs to be an end. You don't need to reprise Do You Want to Build a Snowman, but you could. Yeah, because, like, admittedly, that is another one of, like, that is another one of the uh, of the more well-known songs in that movie. Like, yeah. You Want to Build a Snowman but and There you go. go. Three songs, three more songs, and it's done. Quick reprises. Yeah. yeah, and it's the same amount of time. You're giving the same amount of exposition. You're just staying true to the form that you've selected. So yeah. Just yeah. What time is it? I'm very much enjoying this conversation, but it's 10.15. Yes. <laughs> I should go soon. It's fine. I have to be up for work. Gross. I know. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, I think the, the kind of touching, retouching on this whole adaptation idea is them doing their whole, like this, uh, this whole slew of like, of like live action films, mm -hmm. I think is an interesting choice that they're doing because mm -hmm. like i think it's a very transparent choice and i don't it and that like you see why they're doing yeah. it yeah yeah like you were literally selling this all of these movies to the people who were children when the originals came out and i think yeah. usually disney is not so starkly capitalistic like yes they are obviously a giant company and conglomerate but they're always like we're creating art mm. and i don't believe that the purpose of those films is to create art no like prime example of that i think is the lion king yeah like the live action lion king should have been great yeah but it just wasn't it's okay i mean like because again these things are rushed because they know people will go to them but it it for me it's not even that it's rushed uh because visually the movie is gorgeous yeah. it's stunning to, but like, it's look stunning what to they did to be prepared like silly yeah but no but like my my issue with the live action lion king is that it loses a lot of the impact, a lot of the, almost the emotional impact, partly because they try to stick too much to the idea that this is a live action yeah, movie. Yeah, so the characters aren't as expressive. They're not as expressive. You don't get a lot of that, 
you don't get a like some you can't of, do giant production numbers no. in the same way because well, like real well like for example like uh just can't wait to be king mm-hmm. in the animated version is this fun flashy explosion explo- of color a pile of animals with a animals are in a top. giant tower yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's silly it's silly mm-hmm. yes but uh, and like in the live action version like you just have like Simba and Nala running around the watering hole collecting all the other younger animals and they're all okay. singing do 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 like they're all singing Zazu oh, is like oh I can't see you and so yeah. you're like, you're like okay cool this is cute I guess but it's not as good no and you already did it perfectly once you were literally just remaking this to get our money again yeah and like they took out be prepared like, like that how song do you, is amazing. How do you take out one of the most iconic song, one of the most iconic villain songs? It's so crazy, right? It's like, what is your thought process? You know people love this song. You know they want to see it. You know no one is going to be anything but disappointed. Why? I will tell be- you why. why. Because I because I was I watched a video that explained like why they made some of the choices that they made, and it was because they tried to stick too much to the live action idea. Because what they did is. The hyenas, they changed some of the concept with the hyenas. They kind of made them almost like this rival faction that mm-hmm. lives next, near the Pride Lands. Okay. Um, that are, like, trying to invade kind of thing. But Mufasa, or, like, the the the, um, uh, the, the monarchy is keeping them out. Mm-hmm. Which is an idea, which is an idea and a concept I can get behind. Mm-hmm. Right? They made Shenzi, who in the animated version is one of the three main Whoopi hyenas. Goldberg. He's Whoopi Goldberg's character. They made her kind of like the pseudo-queen of the hyenas, which, again, is a concept okay. I can get behind. Yep. Sure. But it's like, you know, they could have made it so that was the concept and Scar enlisted them and then it was be prepared, right? Well, that's kind of what they did. What they did was like Scar... So after so after the whole elephant graveyard thing where mm-hmm. Sim and Nala show up, Mufasa saves and blah, blah, blah. Scar then shows up and is like, and is, you know, being like, oh, I can't believe you guys failed at your thing or whatever. And like, this is before we know that, or this is before the actual um, uh, joining, or this is before he kind of recruits the hyenas. So at this point, um, the hyenas aren't working for Scar. Mm-hmm. And so like Scar shows up and is like, I have a proposition for you and you know, we should, we can do this, whatever. Like I want to rule the kingdom. Mm-hmm. If you help me do that, then I will, uh, then you will never have to starve. You can eat as much as you want, blah, blah, blah. Makes Again, sense. an idea I can get behind. Yep, yep, yep. But then, but then at that point they could have gone into be prepared, but yeah. they didn't because they didn't want to make that because their whole thing was they didn't want to make the hyenas seem too stupid. And for me, I'm like, in the animated version, they don't seem no, stupid. No, Ed is having an issue. Ed is having it. Ed is in his own world. Yeah, and that's like fine, the, but they like, didn't seem stupid to me. No, they were just like, we want, like, we're hungry, we want to find food, but we can't because, you know. Yeah, they were wacky, but they weren't, they, they weren't were scary, dumb. too. They, they were, weren't dumb, right? No. And so, like, in this, it was just like, Scar was kind of being like, this is my proposition to you. We can do this. We can do this together. Mar-mar-mar. Um, but I still think they, and like, they still easily could have done it. But I think just like in the animated version, they did these amazing visuals. Like for example, the goose stepping hyenas, which is such a great visual to me, just such a good visual. They didn't go, they didn't want to go that far because they didn't want to, they didn't want to insert even the the smallest bit of magic into the movie. Yeah, but that's because it's not. Silly. I agree because it's like, oh no, this is supposed to be a live action film. Yeah, okay. Animals but you're don't taking do this. Away it's like, okay. everything that made us like the movie in the first place. Exactly, and so like now all you have is just this, admittedly beautifully looking movie. Oh, sure. But 
Eh. It's ultimately kind of meh. I yeah, mean, like, but I found that with all the Disney remakes. Like, even the stuff I, I watched Beauty and the Beast on opening night, and I still, I liked a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is not comparable to the original, and I'm sure Aladdin isn't either. And I, I don't, and Pete's Dragon I didn't see. I like. Oh, Pete's Dragon I cried. Really? I straight it's up good? cried. I really enjoyed Pete's Dragon. Because I really love the original Pete's Yeah. Because, like, well, I think what they did with Pete's Dragon is they made it, I think they made Pete an actual orphan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like lives with the dragon as opposed to I think because I haven't seen the original I haven't seen it in a long time in the time. longest time but I think in the original he I think he is he is an orphan but lives like in the actual town yeah I think and so and meets then he meets the, the dragon. dragon yeah I think so whereas in this one I think he's actually like he's not only befriended the dragon but I think he actually lives with the dragon is the dragon it, still named Elliot yes and then we're good yes <laughs> but yeah no like it's, it's very much it's it's it was more. It was just a more modern version. It was a more modern backdrop. Like totally. it was a more modern town, that kind of thing. But I straight up cried in that movie. Well, then I'll have to see it. Like I, it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought. I thought they did a good job with that one. I thought Cinderella was also successful. Yeah, like Cinderella. I, I but heard, again, they didn't cast a movie star, and like they fleshed it out in appropriate ways. Yeah, um, because my thing is, if you're gonna take, uh, if you're gonna take this old property, and Give it a remake. And this isn't just strictly with Disney. This is just with anything in general. Yeah. You want to do something different. You yeah. want to do... Sure, you want to have the but same story. But not different in the wrong way. Yeah. Like, sure, you want to have the same story because you want people to know what movie it is that they're watching. Yeah. But don't act like you know better than the people who made the original. I think that's the Yeah. Thing. And, like, if you're going to do something different, do something different that perhaps builds on the movie a little bit. Uh, like, that's part... Like, going again, going back to Beauty and the Beast, part of, like, they took the original and they... Did that, but then they then they changed a few things that still work. Like for example, the time the timeline that yeah. they did, they changed. Um, they made you more empathetic with the uh, with the servants who yeah. are transforming. Like they but expand then they on some of the characters. Another problem by doing that. Yes. So you know, it's but like... yeah, but also they like they expanded a little more by like giving uh, by like giving the beast not just the mirror, but also that book where he can travel. Yeah. But he but he can't because. He's a beast. Uh, because he's a beast and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so they kind of gave him that struggle as well. So, like, there were things in that movie that, even though they changed, they did it. They, it was it was still different, which I can appreciate. Yeah, totally. Whereas with The Lion King, they changed it, but they changed it in a way that ultimately ruined the actual... What, it, what made what you love good. it in the first yeah, place, right? Because, totally. like, when he, like, when he's in the gorge mm-hmm. and you hear the wildebeest come down... Mm-hmm. Like you feel it, you're like fuck. Okay, we know this moment. We know this moment. Yeah. This moment is hard. It's yeah. sad. But like, when he sees the wildebeest, you see nothing on Simba's face because it's a lion. He just like looks and then he runs, and you're like, this is this 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 particular scene. Yeah, is one of the most impactful parts of this movie. Yeah. This this part of this movie hits you yeah and right? you understand but that I, you're being told a story you understand that you're seeing human expressions on a lion face so that you can relate to how he's feeling you don't need it to look real no you can translate what it would be really in your head there's no reason for things to have to look perfect real yeah and like because i just kept like throughout that movie i just kept flashing back to like scenes from the animated version I'm like the animated version did this better mm-hmm. like that scene when he sees like in the animated version when the camera does a quick zoom into Simba's face yeah. and he's like he's like yeah. wide eyed mouth agape and he's like holy shit <laughs> that hits you because yeah. it, it, it works like right with the music when it goes like it's like the ah! 
Yeah. And then boom. But like, it's just a lion face. And lions are not, they're, it's not that they're not expressive creatures. It's that they're not facially expressive creatures. Yeah. And yeah. Then, then like people were arguing, he's like, oh, well, what about the live action Jungle Book? Why was that one better? And part of the, con- part of uh, the argument is that sure, the animals didn't, weren't super expressive facially, but you were also competing that with an actual live action human. Yeah. Who is expression? Who yeah, is expressive? and who can react? Who to can them react? As if they to... are expressive. That exactly. Way. And so um, you still get I mean, a little bit of that. I only saw that movie once. I thought it was all right. Like I, I didn't think it was better than the original. I, en- I enjoyed it because yeah. again, it was, it was. Uh, oh yeah, I thought it was fine. Yeah. You know, I just didn't think it was the best. I think I don't think any of these remakes are the best. Yeah. They're all serviceable. Yeah. Or good. Yeah. I am excited for the Mulan remake, though. I'm very excited for that. I am. I am. And, like, there are some people who are very, like, who are, like, either, who are either, like, if Mushu isn't in this movie, then I'm not watching it. Or <sighs> if I don't have any of these songs in it, I'm not watching it. And I'm, like... The original still exists. That's part of my argument. It's, like, then go watch the animated version. Yeah. But, go watch Donny Osmond sing a song about training in Chinese army. Do it. Yes. Because <laughs> that song is great. It's amazing. Um, But, because... What they're trying to do with this remake is they want to go. They want to go back to the roots like of the story. Like it's a more historical film. Well, they want to go back to the original epic poem yeah. of Mulan, which I'm like, okay, so you're doing something I different. Love it. I'm into it. Yeah. Right. And again, we still have the original. Mm-hmm. And like, even in the trailer, even in the trailer, like the music gives you it gives you the um, the illusion of the song reflection because you mm. hear the music you hear the yeah. song reflection in the trailer yeah. so you know that they haven't forgotten about the music yeah it's just they're we doing we don't know how it's going to be exactly yeah and like it might, it's not going to be a musical no but what they're doing is A they haven't forgotten about that mm-hmm. and B they're like we're going to do this movie more uh, more true to the original story. Yeah, but they're also mentioning, they mentioned You'll Bring on Honor to Us All, which is specifically a song there from the film, so they're at least going to touch on the ideas that the song yeah. has, so fine. Yeah, and like, I'm I'm okay with them going back to the original epic poem, to the original roots of it, you because can... this is, because the story of Mulan is such a big, it's such a big story yeah. in, in Chinese culture, mm-hmm. right? And like, since we're in very much an age of, uh, a lot of cultural representation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it. I think this remake is definitely coming at a good time. I agree. When it's like we're taking this classic movie, or this this classic story, and we're doing it proper justice. Mm-hmm. Not that the original isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Not that the original isn't you know, uh, I guess scoffing at the original story. No. But the original Mulan is very. It's still very Disney. It's very Disney. Right. And I mean, it's it's also it's one of those things where it's like my culture is not Chinese culture, so I understand that some people who watch that film might not love it. Mm-hmm. And I know also um, Disney getting movies to be popular in the Chinese market is very important to them. So I mean, this will be good for them in that way because mm-hmm. it, they're trying to make a movie that will honor their culture, not just be uh, their version of their culture. Yeah, which I can respect. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because like they certainly did that for for me for my. Uh, my background, because my background being partly Mexican, they did that with Coco. I like obsessed with Coco. Like Coco it's is so good. Coco is my favorite Pixar movie. It is supposed up for me as my favorite Pixar movie for yeah. sure. So now it's like Coco up and then Wally. Ugh. I like we like Pixar. Pixar is just a whole thing on its own. Yeah. Like I can't <laughs> even. I can't even see deal. Toy Story four. I did. Yeah. And I cried in the first five minutes. I cried I was constantly. Like, I was like. 
well, like in the because I I went in there and I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. Mm-hmm. See how this goes. In the oh, first five okay. and the first five <laughs> minutes, I'm like, oh, oh, you're you're just gonna do that. Like I'm <laughs> I'm sitting here crying. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how much is left in this? Ooh. Oh, the um, rest of the movie. The rest of the movie. But I'm so glad they brought Bo Peep back. She was my oh, favorite. Oh, yes. And I love what they did with her. Yes. Yeah. I loved what they did with Woody. It was like, good for him. But mm-hmm. the whole time, I really was like, I was kind of mad at Bonnie. I was like, girl, Andy just told you how important this cowboy doll is to you. There's no reason that he's the only doll left in the closet, you little dick. Nah. But that's just my own issue. Yeah. I should go. Because I need to go to sleep and it's 10.30. Okay. <laughs> and I've been here forever. Yeah. We've been here for about an hour and a half now. Good for us. Which I'm not mad about. No, no. No. I will talk to you anytime. I love that. This is very fun. Thank you so much yeah. for coming. Thank you so much. I don't have a lot of people in my life that know Disney as well as I do. <laughs> so it's good. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, that's part of the reason why I love doing this or that I want to do this because I, I know that there are people who love Disney and who are at, at varying levels of knowledge of Disney. Mm-hmm. And, like, for some people, they just need an outlet just to be like, here's all my Disney knowledge. Disney stuff. Just, yeah. I need to talk to somebody about it. Yeah. Because I am 100% that person as yes. well. And not just with Disney, but just with anything. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to be able to sit down with someone and just, like, be like, okay, here's yeah. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, show that people have different passions in regards to Disney and, like, where their passion specifically like maybe like for you a lot of it is with the Broadway versions of the yeah. of the Disney of the Disney mm-hmm. movies and, and the parks specifically and the parks specifically like I love the animated stuff but like I love the way the parks work and I find that mm-hmm. fascinating yeah and so like hearing hearing people's like different takes on the properties and everything is mm-hmm. is ultimately why I'm doing this and I love doing it so it's lovely. fun well thank you for coming thank you for having me yeah.